Hey there, my name is Sarah Bowling, and I'm so excited that you're listening to my podcast. I'm praying that God speaks to you through this podcast. Your heart is encouraged and overflowing with love. Thank you so much for listening. Love to have you subscribe and of course share this with your friends. I know God has really great things for you in this time together. Thanks so much. Hey, hey, thank you so much for watching, listening. Of course, I'd love to have you subscribe. Um, We're continuing our series on gratitude. Seems like it's the appropriate time, season, month (laughs) to do a series on gratitude. I'm sure everybody's doing gratitude, but um, I think there's some unique things in this series that maybe catch your attention and kind of tweak and remind you or maybe have some new awareness of being grateful and areas and ways and things uh, to express gratitude. And throughout the series, we're looking at Jesus and when he expressed gratitude, when he was thankful. Um, the first one we saw, Jesus blessed the bread and the fish um, before he multiplied it for 5,000 mouths, more than that, actually. Um, he blessed. He didn't curse. He wasn't, you know, down in the mouth. Oh, this is not nearly enough for all. You know, he didn't do any of that. I think the disciples were doing all of that. <laughs> we have this compared to that, you know. I think a lot of times what we do as humans, we've got this quantity, which seems like a a little tiny drip compared to the immensity of the need. But Jesus blesses, blesses the provision. Last week, we looked at Jesus being thankful. Father, I thank you that you hear me. That's what he said when right before he raised Lazarus from the dead. Interesting. And he, he says that aloud. And he said, Father, I know that you always hear me, but for the benefit of the people around me. which I think is amazing that he would express that gratitude in the midst of tremendous mourning and tumultuous, you know, grieving and uncertainty and fear and anger and frustration and a dead person. Jesus says, thank you, God. Thank you, Father, for hearing me. Today, I want us to think of a uh, look at the another situation where Jesus was grateful. And this is in Luke 22, verse 19. And in this, these verses, it's actually the Last Supper. So Jesus is with his closest followers. I don't think Judas was there at this point. So I think it's the 11 closest followers. There's probably, this is me being speculative, so don't take it as chapter and verse. I'm not saying that at all. Probably some women there. I would suspect that probably uh, Mary Magdalene was there. Maybe Martha and Mary. I don't know. But we know at least the 11 closest followers were in the room with him at the Last Supper. And at the Last Supper, in verse 19, it says, When he had taken some bread, he gave thanks and broke it and gave it to them, saying, Take, eat. This is my body. And in the same way, he took the cup and blessed it and thanked God. It's interesting that Jesus expressed gratitude at the Last Supper. The Last Supper. You think about, (laughs) this is pretty amazing, that he's grateful and expressing the gratitude as he's breaking the bread because it's, it's a foreshadowing of what's going to happen to him. We know that Jesus, the whole Last Supper, is kind of a, a, a reflection of Jesus' death, that Jesus would die on the cross, raised from the dead, for our forgiveness of sins, for God expressing genuine love, through the, through the whole scope and beginning to end, the resurrection of Jesus' life. And towards the, right at, in the very pivotal moment, when he is going to walk out the door, go to Gethsemane, be arrested, and crucified the next day. Brutally, brutally crucified and, and, you know, whipped and beaten. Awful stuff. Broken. He's breaking the bread and he's saying, thank you. 
Mm. And I, I find that so very powerful because in the midst of him, it's, and, and, you know, for us, and I think for his disciples, they're like, you know, well, this is Passover. We normally do this. We break bread, you know, and, and it's the normal thing. But I think when Jesus did it in that moment at that time, I think the gravity of what he was doing was very, very powerful in his own heart, knowing that as I break this bread, that's what's going to happen to me in the next 24 hours. I will be broken. But he thanks the Father. <laughs> he thanks the Father in the midst of this, knowing what's going to happen to him, knowing the betrayal, knowing he's on the cusp. And this is kind of the culmination of his ministry, kind of the place where, oh my goodness, everything comes to, comes to the peak of everything, and he goes to be brutally killed. And Jesus, in the peak of all of that, knowing what's going to happen, is thankful. He thanks the Father for the bread. He thanks the Father that God has provided. And maybe Jesus is thankful because he knows that from the beginning of time, from the sin of Adam, that he would come to this time in history and this point of redemption. Thank you, Father, for this bread. Thank you, Father, for the... And I'm like, is he thanking the Father for the opportunity to redeem humanity, to reconcile humanity to, to the Father? He's, and I think the disciples in the moment are just thinking, like, he's, he's thankful for the bread, you know, the provision. Maybe they looked back on it, and maybe Jesus was looking on it in the future, being thankful for the future. Maybe the disciples were looking on it, thankful for the past, because the past, all of this Passover represented what happened with Moses, right, in Egypt, when the death angel passed over all of the Israelites and killed the firstborn of all the Egyptians. So maybe the disciples were retro grateful, and maybe Jesus is future grateful. Or maybe it's just present in the moment. But I think that's really an interesting thing for us to consider, that our gratitude can be retro, looking at things in the past. Our gratitude can be in the present. Now in this moment, we are thankful for this provision, for this time, for this season. And our gratitude can be thankful for the future. I see what's coming, and I know it's going to be rough, <laughs> For a couple of days here, but I see the redemption. I see the reconciliation. I see the love of the Father. And I think that's one of the things that Jesus is so keen on is the continuous, unchanging, infinite, never, never dwindling love of the Father, love of Jesus, love of Holy Spirit for all of humanity. And I think this, this final culmination at this Last Supper and Jesus being thankful is very challenging. It's challenging for me when I think about that, but hopefully encouraging as well that I can be thankful in the midst of what I see as something difficult, as something that I think is going to be hard to go through, that I can still be thankful. I can find God's fingerprints and provisions and, and God's love, genuine love expressed in the midst of, of very challenging situations and circumstances in, in an uncertain, so to speak, future. You're like, I don't know what the future is. No, but your father does. Your heavenly father know, knows and is deeply in love with you and engaged, concerned, and attentive to what's happening in your life. So let's be thankful, right? Let's be thankful.
So as we finish this, of course, hit the notification bell right there. And thank you so much for subscribing, passing this on to your friends. Really, really interesting, powerful series. Here's a question I'd like for you to consider. <laughs> this is a little bit more of a lighthearted question. What's your favorite thing to eat for Thanksgiving? What's your favorite thing to eat for Thanksgiving? I'm interested, so just leave that in the comments. That'd be great. And da 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 da, we have our fantastic joke, which is kind of silly when I say fantastic. So here's a joke to the guy who invented zero, thanks for nothing. <laughs> You're like, that is so stupid. I agree. It's really dumb, but next week will be lots better. Thank you. Hey there, thanks so much for listening today. I'm super stoked to get time with you. And of course, I'd love for you to subscribe, share this with your friends, and really sense God working through you as well as in you in these words. So thanks again for listening and we'll catch you next time.